We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. That pretzel? There's a chocolate-covered pretzel down at the I bottom. I got a pretzel and it's Oreos. Oh shoot! I dumped it all over the. Oh, what is rice that? crispy treat? Was that a this. Christmas tree? Uh, yeah, I took a bite out of it. Can you? <laughs> yeah, I can. Oh hey, hey, hey! Welcome to the Stormdar we Weather. Yeah, I think we are. Welcome back to the Stormdar oh. Weather Podcast. Uh, this is episode 98. I'm Rando. I'm Corey, and we are enjoying some. Nice Christmas treats from our buddy Brad. Thank you, Brad. I think good. he stopped over and is handed me a huge bag. My gosh, there's like tons of stuff in here. There's the chocolate covered pretzels. What's what's that? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. Does it have coconut inside? It's a it's a it's a oh peanut butter. Ooh, it's oh, chocolate covered okay. peanut butter. Yeah. You want part of it? I do. Okay. So, pardon us. We're just having a having good. Uh, and if anybody else wants to send us some treats, yeah, we'll give you, you know, that. We, we'll we, give you the address. We, hey, yeah, you know, we'll we can send them and we'll we'll come pick them up. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not going to pick them up tonight. No, I think it's kind of lucky that uh, Corey got to come over. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, because it's uh, it's getting a little dicey outside. <laughs> there was no traffic. Well, I wonder why. I swung to McDonald's for the kids, and not a soul at McDonald's. No way. And it's usually packed. So yeah, we. I mean, I, I oh, didn't have any wild. traffic problems over here, but and I didn't slide hardly any. So okay, I think, that's I think good. Be all right. Well, now I, I met I met you outside, and I have a wooden walkway uh, that's leading up to the house, and it was starting to get a little shiny. So that's why I met you outside. You slid a little bit, and it looks like my yeah. car is starting to get a little bit of uh, <clears throat> gla- glaze, glistening stuff on it right now. All right, I had to scrape mine. Oh, oh, you did? Yeah. Well, we are, uh, yeah, welcome. To, uh, this is uh, this is the, uh, I decided to name this Thundersleet. This is the name of the podcast. Thundersleet. Bizarre morning. I mean, I thought I was dreaming, and I'm not sure what happened. I just know, I don't even know what time it was, but I rolled over, and the room lit up. And then a huge thunderclap, and I thought, what in the world is going on? Well, I wasn't expecting it. I saw it coming on radar. I saw it start in Rogers, Arkansas, and was headed right to Branson. didn't think it would actually... But what time, though? Between between 4 and 5 a.m. 4 and 5, okay. And I remember yesterday that they had put lightning in the forecast, a talk of... They dropped the word lightning or thunder and, and, and yeah, the possibility, they and then they removed no. it mm-hmm. yesterday. Right. I didn't hear any talk about it overnight. No. But the dynamics of the storm were, I mean, it was a weird weather day. We had huge tornadoes down in Louisiana. My we had bite, gosh, yes. Thunder sleet up here. So if that's all connected somehow, it was. I'll well, it, it's part of that part of that system that was that they've been watching coming off off of the uh, uh, 
approaching from uh, Oregon. Is that where it came on board? This Saturday it came on yeah. board. And today's Monday, so it took a couple of days, and it got here. Man, it started stirring up stuff. Um, sleet, freezing rain. I mean, the northern Missouri, do you, I didn't check. I've had a show today, and I've been distracted. Do you know how much snow St. Louis got? No. Crap. Okay. I'm going to have to figure that one out. Or you can check. I can um, just text my friend in St. Louis. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we have, we do have followers up there. I mean, Becky, uh, I think Gerhard, I think is her name. She, she's up there in St. Louis. She always responds to us. She with, is? Uh, isn't she in St. Louis? Not her. Jenny. Jen, uh, Jenny? Jenny Gerharder. Jenny. Okay. I'm thinking of Michelle Hafer. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We have so many followers, thing and is, thank you for joining us. Thing on is, I got phone. a new phone, so she's not going to recognize my number. Oh, okay. We can tell her, tell her you're Stormdar, and everybody wants to wants to talk Stormdar, and we love it. You know, Corey and I, we go out to uh, Walmart, we go out to the grocery store and stuff, and and people stop us, and and uh, we love it, absolutely love it. We want to talk about the weather. I've got to get, I start wearing my shirt more. Uh, it says, "Do you want you know? Let's talk about the weather because that was my idea, and I loved it." But thunder, sleet. I mean, <clears throat> nothing was severe at all. But those lightning flashes were bright. My room was lit. There was up. a special what do they call them? Not a severe, but a special weather statement or yeah, significant significant weather. weather yeah, really for like Eureka Springs and Berry Hill, Arkansas. Okay, down there. Wow. And all that just came right up here. And we saw it last night, uh, right when I was getting ready to go to bed. You know, I made that post and I saw all that stuff in Kansas. And I thought, okay, here, here it comes. But, you know, like you said, they, they put the thunder in there and then they took it. And even the Storm Prediction Center had us in a general thunder and then they took us out. So I don't know what happened. It just got crazy this morning. And I'm glad you were up to... Uh, to, to post on it because I definitely was was asleep until the thunder woke me up, and then finally, well, the weather, winter weather advisory woke me up because I set my phone next to my head so I would hear it so I could post. Oh, good. Because yeah. I knew I had a feeling that if the winter weather advisory went into effect, that they may cancel school. So I wanted to be prepared, and they did. And you know, I was. I almost said something in the post last night, but I, I wasn't sure because the TV stations were starting to talk about, you know, kind of uh, there may be more of an icing event and stuff. And I kept thinking, you know, we're 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 going to be in a winter weather advisory before the night's over. And sure enough, we, we certainly were. Woke up this morning. Even Harrison was in it. I mean, the, they didn't issue Harrison until way later. Well, that's Little Rock. Like that Little Rock never nine or ten <laughs> somewhere. I'm probably nine o'clock, nine thirty. I know it was before nine thirty because that's when I talked to Scott McCauley, and they were already in it okay. when I got up at nine. It's all a blur because I was up since three thirty. But yeah, you're 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 Tulsa, Tulsa was way first, and then Springfield, <laughs> and then Little Rock. That's usually how it is. Yeah, and Tulsa's really good. I mean that, and I like it. I mean for people who. Excuse me. Aren't, well, all these cookies are making me burp Tulsa now. only issued for half their the northern tier at first, and then they issued all the way down to Tulsa, and then Oklahoma City issued. Oh, okay. On, yeah, so. Well, all of these weather services, like Springfield, Wichita, Tulsa, uh, Little Rock, uh, Kansas City, St. Louis, anything, they uh, when, when winter weather or severe event comes about, they all coordinate with each other. They get on the, they get on the horn. Sometimes if it's like... Uh, going to be like in the spring, if it's going to be like a really major event, they will have a conference call with emergency managers and really talk about, 
you know, what's going to happen. So I know they were coordinating, um, but yeah, I'm just, I just hope you can get home. I mean, tonight. I'm going to stay here. I got a guest room. I guess we, I just got a text back night. from Michelle okay. Hafer in St. Louis. Yes. She is, uh, she's guessing she has around seven inches so seven. far. And it's still snowing. Whoa, seven inches. And there's another round, I mean, moving through right. Missouri now. I mean, we're recording this, about. it's about 7.30 p.m. Monday evening right now. We're watching Radar. I'll have her send well, me a total in the morning. Yeah. Or whenever it stops. Oh, yeah, yeah. And this is... This, this is kind of exciting. I mean, at first, they kind of painted it towards southwest Missouri, and then over the day or two, then they kept trending, moving up, and, and I I kept posting and saying, you know, just let's just wait till this storm comes on board. And the first round, which was yesterday, yeah, that's hit all the northern, northern stuff. But then we had more signals, more new model data come in. Uh, we even post, you know, the, these are changes, so you can't just take the yesterday's forecast and call it you know, that's what it's going to be. No, when you get in the, some of these uh, short-term models, they update every hour. And so three hours right. later, you're going to get three different runs out of it. So that's what we, we always say. And I, you know, I don't know. People are asking us if, you know, Branson is going to, schools are going to be open tomorrow. That's not our deal. I mean, uh, we'll pass it along if, if we know, but we, we don't. That's not part of our... We'll, we'll tell you the weather conditions that could lead up to whether they want to do it or not, but is it the superintendent? Uh, is that who cancels, or is that the principal? It's the janitor. Oh, the janitor. Mm-hmm. Well, see, those janitors, they know. They do know. They knew. They know a lot more. <laughs> Sometimes a lot more than, than, the, than the upper management does. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll see what uh, the... Uh, Black ice situation is in the morning on the side roads because the Branson they they their buses have to travel quite a ways to get some kids. Yeah, and that's what I was telling Scott McCauley this morning on on the radio. It's like, you know it's even though Branson roads may be clear, they have to get those buses out and the Branson oh. Hills. Uh, to Rockaway they, Beach. Yeah, yes. the hills of Branson, I should say. Uh, it, you know, some of those roads, those side roads. They could be slick, and the bus can't get up and down the road. So it's it's kind of their call. And you know, like I said, uh, if Corey, since you have kids that go to to Branson, then you know you get the call or the email or or what is it, the screaming red lights or something like that. Well, I usually get a text, but it didn't come through this morning, so oh, I really? did get an email. Okay, well that's that that's good. Yeah, so this is kind of a little hit to uh, the, the winter. I mean, we had a cold November, had a really warm October, kind of a cold November, kind of went down, and December's kind of been up and down. And this is kind of what we've been talking about. We'll, 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 we'll kind of hang out right at average or above average, and you get one of these cold fronts just slam through and give us this, and then uh, right back tomorrow. I mean, the, the whole thing is going to move out tonight. Tomorrow we're going to have sunny skies, but eh, it's not going to get that warm, about, about 40 or something. But then Wednesday we're back in, in the 50s, and then it's, it's tranquil the rest of the week. That's how our weather works. Yeah, yeah. And I'm okay with that. You know, just have a, right. a day or two of bam, and then and then uh, go away. I wish it was all snow, personally, but and not any ice. A lot of people wanted the snow, didn't they? I sure did. I sure did. And uh, it... Not this round. If you wanted snow, you need to go up, uh, where is it, uh, Kansas City area, St. Louis is still snowing up there, you yeah. said. So, yeah, it's, you know, but winter is, 
technically not even begun yet. We're <laughs> meteorological winter. Looks like on radar, we're getting a pretty good. Oh yeah, snow it's probably right snowing now. right now. So if anybody, well, people are, I was going to say, if anybody's out looking around, you know. Yeah, this isn't live. This is not live. Yeah, you'll be listening to it later. Don't go look outside. No, no, no. You know, pause pause the podcast before you get out there. And uh, yeah, yeah, radar sure does. I mean, we have a little batch moving through Springfield. Bolivar and Stockton and Buffalo right now is really getting it. And uh, let me see. Oh, I want to check St. Louis radar. Wow, they are really getting it up there. Hmm. So if Michelle has seven inches so far, she's going to get at least eight or nine, I'm sure, before this thing is yeah. is over. But <clears throat> like we said, once this moves out, uh, it's gone for a while. We're going to have tranquil weather. Um, heard today and from a a weather guy that it could we could be in the 60s. That's my heater. Like, what is that noise? Oh, I know. Like I forgot to turn on. Going on. <laughs> no, for some reason, my heater when it kicks on, it whistles, and it does kind of sound like a tornado. We've had all kinds of weather today. We might as well. <laughs> we might as well have <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> tornado. We've had everything else. Uh, well, tornadoes down there in, in Louisiana. We want to talk about that in a little bit, but. Um, uh, yeah, they're suggesting warmer 60s by this weekend. Not sold on it, but, you know, I mean, it looks like a warming trend this is. This weekend? Uh, yeah, huh. c- coming into Saturday. Uh, the, the Canadian is, is saying some good stuff about 50, uh, 50s, upper 50s. Uh, GFS is is wanting to say 50s to around 60s. So, you know, we may get a little respite. Uh, the GFS is, eh, it's been kind of going back and forth. It looks... It's wanting to bring another storm system in, although not as big as this one, but right up through uh, southwest Missouri on Christmas Day, Christmas evening. Now, that's a long way out. And yes. uh, really, the uh, Canadian, I checked, the Canadian goes out 10 days, so it's just barely starting to latch onto this thing right now. Um, it's not quite saying that yet, and it does. It, we're not seeing snow. I mean, if temperature's going to be warm, not seeing snow out of it right now. Uh, it's something we're just going to... It's an eye candy. It's not even in the something to watch category yet. It's just kind of some eye candy right now. Um, <clears throat> so, and But we do want to want to keep monitoring that because that's the huge travel, the Christmas travel uh, period. big... Yeah, I mean, that's a couple days before, isn't it? Or Yeah, a couple days before we have Christmas, then people will be traveling back. I mean, uh, and if you have nothing to do after Christmas, the Hughes Brothers show starts back on the 27th. We have the 27th, 28th, 30th, and 31st. We've got a nice uh, nice New Year's Eve show we do every New Year's Eve. starts at 9 o'clock. And uh, so, yeah, I have to give a plug for, for my employer. It's called Job Security, you know. Is that it, in Branson? That's in Branson. Okay. <laughs> it's actually quite fun, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, dancing and stuff. The Grinch is there, uh, some other surprises. So it's it's kind of cool. So yeah, so it's something we're gonna watch. I think it's gonna be some good disc golf playing weather this week. Uh, so we'll we'll see about we that. We shall see. Yeah. <clears throat> so talk about our website. What about it? We have even more. You keep adding. Well, yeah, oh yeah, we did, we added uh, we added uh, Tim, right? Tim over in Forsyth, nice guy. Met uh-huh. him and his wife. Yeah, and we that's got him cool. All set up and uh, broadcasting his his weather 
observations to the world. He's got he's got it mounted on a big ten foot pole on his deck when his deck's about you know ten or fifteen feet off the ground, so it's way up there. Oh, okay. But uh, <clears throat> it works well, and it adds a lot to our website because I I we can compare our temperature to Forsyth and and uh, rainfall. They got about the same amount of. Uh, of pre-slopitation as we did today. Yeah, I mean, my our weather station here on my roof recorded almost three quarters of an inch. But Brad, you said Brad's station recorded a little bit more than that. Yeah. yeah. So I thought that was strange, but it could happen. That's why we got more than one ra- uh, weather station here in Branson. Oh, exactly. Just to see the differences. And yes, we're still talking about Brad's weather station. I'm still eating some of this candy. That's good. It's good it stuff. It is good. Yes. So thank good you, Brad, stuff. for that. Good stuff. Um, yeah, and it's really good. We got one in Joplin. We got one, uh, at least one in Springfield. I mean, I haven't looked at the site. Uh, it's not in front of me, but we got tons. You can go there. Nixa. Nixa. Uh, you can get the the, te- the temperature. And anybody that's going to go travel, especially in weather conditions like this, go to our website, stormdarweather.com. It's really simple. And click on that. Uh, what is it? Choose location. Is that the little icon up at the top? I have a little arrow that points to choose location, and there's a little logo for the Stormdar Weather Network up there. Yeah, so so if you're in Nixa, Ozark, or whatever, and you don't know you're going to go out and drive like tonight, um, and it, you know it's precipitating outside and the temperature's falling, you can go and check that temperature at that recording station because we want everybody to be safe. And I know there's going to be some some black ice out there. You had a lot of shares out of that black ice alert. Man, I did. I, I don't know why. I, well, it's important. We, we we've done that before, but we never got that many shares. I guess people understood the the weight of the message. Yeah, you know, it's it's you know when we when we issue these, I mean, they're of course not official. They're not government official. They're just fun stuff. You know, like when we issue the uh, uh, small dog alert. Well, there's no such thing as a black ice alert. Yeah, you know, or small dog advisory or whatever. You know, it's just something fun. But what it the reason we do that is because we want to make the public aware. That yeah, uh, especially like tonight, walking up on the sidewalk, you know the temperature is falling, and especially once the temperature gets down to like twenty or whatever, uh, the chemicals that the MoDOT, you know, throws down, they don't work as well. That's what a MoDOT official said. That uh, some of them work, but on bridges, overpasses, be very careful. Uh, the best thing to do is just stay home. So aren't you glad you stayed home, uh-huh. Gary? <laughs> My warm home with a fireplace going. Mm. It's been nice. Yeah, yeah, I know you're going to go to bed once once I you get home. Right? <laughs> since three o'clock this morning, and I'm fading. Oh well, well, have some more of that, that Brad's candy. It's really, really nice. That's what I'm doing. Well, I tell you what. Uh, since we're talking about all this snow and winter's coming up, uh, we wanted to bring back the weather school about lake effect snow and how it develops and who it affects and. Uh, Just some cool information about that. So let's get to the weather school. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, Stormdar Weather School. An interesting phenomenon in the weather is something we call lake effect snow. How does that happen?
Lake effect snow is produced during cooler atmospheric conditions when a cold air mass moves across long expanses of warmer lake water, warming the lower layer of the air which picks up water vapor from the lake, rises up through the colder air above, freezes, and is deposited on the leeward or downwind shores. The same effect also occurs over bodies of salt water when it is termed ocean effect or bay effect snow. The effect is enhanced when the moving air mass is uplifted by the orographic influence of higher elevations on the downwind shores. This uplifting can produce narrow but very intense bands of precipitation, which deposit at a rate of many inches of snow per hour, often resulting in a large amount of total snowfall. The areas affected by lake effect snow are called snow belts. These include areas east of the Great Lakes, the west coasts of northern Japan, the Kamakacha Peninsula in Russia, and areas near the Great Salt Lake, Black Sea, Caspian Sea, Baltic Sea, Adriatic Sea, and parts of the northern Atlantic Ocean. Lake effect blizzards are the blizzard-like conditions resulting from lake effect snow. Under certain conditions, strong winds can accompany lake effect snows creating blizzard-like conditions. However, the duration of the event is often slightly less than is required for a blizzard warning. If the air temperature is low enough to keep the precipitation frozen, it's known as lake effect snow. If not, then it falls as lake effect rain. Lake effect snow watches, warnings, and advisories are products of the National Weather Service for this phenomenon when these snows are expected to be more intense, in turn causing travel difficulties and having economic impacts. There are several key elements that are required to form lake effect precipitation and which determine its characteristics instability, fetch, wind shear, upstream moisture, upwind lakes, synoptic large-scale forcing, orography, topography, and snow or ice cover. Cold winds in the winter typically prevail from the northwest in the Great Lakes region, producing the most dramatic lake effect snowfalls on the southern and eastern shores of the Great Lakes. This lake effect produces a significant difference between the snowfall on the southern and eastern shores and the northern and western shores of the Great Lakes. Similar snowfall can occur near large inland bays where it's known as bay effect snow. Bay effect snow fall downwind of the Delaware Bay, Chesapeake Bay, and Massachusetts Bay when the basic criteria are met and on rarer occasions along Long Island. The southern and southeastern sides of the Great Salt Lake receive significant lake effect snow. Since the Great Salt Lake never freezes, the lake effect can influence the weather along the Wasatch Front year-round. The lake effect largely contributes to the 55 to 80 inches of annual snowfall amounts recorded south and east of the lake and an average snowfall reaching 500 inches in the Wasatch Range. 
The snow, which is often very light and dry because of the semi-arid climate, is referred to as, quote, the greatest snow on earth <laughs> in the mountains. Lake effect snow contributes to approximately six to eight snowfalls per year in Salt Lake City, with approximately 10% of the city's precipitation being contributed by this phenomenon. The Finger Lakes of New York are long enough for lake effect precipitation. The Texas Twin Cities of Sherman and Denison are known, in rare instances, to have experienced lake effect snow from nearby Lake Texoma due to the lake's size. It is the third largest lake in Texas, or along its borders. One occasion, in December 2016, lake effect snow fell in central Mississippi from a lake band off Ross Barnett Reservoir. Oklahoma City even saw a band of lake effect snow off of Lake Hefner in February 2018. We even had a very rare small lake effect snow event here in Missouri on January 13, 2019. Colder southbound air traveling over the warmer waters of Stockton Lake in Missouri created a band of light snow extending from just south of the lake all the way into southwest Missouri through Monette and even into northwest Arkansas. This goes to show that when conditions are just right, then various degrees of lake effect snow can occur whenever there are bodies of water. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com and in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. And there you go with all sorts of lake effect snow and fun stuff like that. Hey, I want to give a shout out to Brad. Brad, Please give me the recipe to those chocolate-covered peanut butter things. Those are amazing. Very good. Yeah, Corey and I are just, like, digging way in. Is there any left? You can't have any. I don't know. I thought. He get, there might be one more in there. No, there's one more. He gave them to me, so okay. you can't have it. You already had one. So. See, see how you are. <laughs> but if he gives us the recipe, then maybe we can make them, too. So, mm -hmm. yeah, Brad, do that. Okay, it's time for In Other News, and something that I thought was really, really interesting. I wasn't sure off the bat until... <clears throat> that this was going to be something good uh, from the National Weather Service, and, and I actually really, really do like it now. They are going to be introducing what's called a probabilistic snow graphic now. And, you know, you see these snow graphics that they, they issue, like uh, an area like Branson to Taneyville, an inch, and then Springfield, they'll paint two inches. You know, it's, it's a graphic showing all this. Well, what they're going to be doing now is giving a probabilistic, and what that means is they're going to give a percentage of uh, of snow, like like what is the percentage of receiving one inch or more of snow? And so you have all these little percentages all over the place. You'd have to really look at it. It does make a lot of sense to me. So I think Branson was like like. 22%, but Springfield was like 37% and different percentages of the chance that they that particular area would receive at least one inch of snow. I happen to like it. I want to see if, if they tweak it. I mean... We'll <sighs> see. Will it make it snow anymore? No. No, but it might give it more of a realistic uh, 
outcome of it may snow. Because, uh-huh. But see, I want to see, like, if you get, like, a major winter storm or something like that, I wonder if they're, they'll have another graphic that says the probable probabilistic or percentage of receiving four inches of snow. Well, I saw more. one that was two inches today for up north. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, for oh, northern so, Missouri. So that's that's going to be an area-wide, I mean, a company-wide thing. It's not just Springfield. Assume. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I, I happen to like that. So you'll be seeing that a lot in the future. And, of course, when they do that, I will, uh, since it's brand new, I will probably uh, make a headline post and explain how that how this whole thing is going to work. I wouldn't say do it out. So, so that's, that's that. And, you know, I think you were somewhere today. And I think you said someone told you that it was hailing or something. Or was that yesterday? It was last night. I was at, at the Country Mart. Oh, it. So, yeah. They, they said it was hailing earlier. And I, go, I don't think we got any hailing, Branson. No. Yeah. So I want to take just a brief minute to kind of explain the difference. Okay. Um, yes, they are frozen balls of ice. But the difference between sleet and hail, uh, they are manufactured much differently. Um, hail is usually they're usually not round and cylindrical. It's like bumpy, and it, it can grow in size to sometimes you know, four inches in diameter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can have small hail, pea size. But hail is generated through lift and how thunderstorms take lift and updrafts and carry this moisture up into the thunderstorm cloud where it's cold where it's very cold yes and then and then it, it starts freezing then the then the, that hailstone drops into maybe a little bit warmer atmosphere and starts to melt but then the updraft kicks it back up so you have this up and down motion within the thunderstorm and that's how a hailstone grows and like i said you know you uh, usually they're not just like tennis balls you know i mean they're not if you look at a tennis ball size uh hailstone it's it's not smooth it's got little spikes on it and 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 it, it can cause lots of damage i've seen some smooth hail before but most of lot you know, they're spiky and yeah just the way because they kind of what i would look, think uh like a meteorite would look like coming through space kinda, yes yeah. exactly yeah at, at different sizes right. exactly now sleet on the other hand is manufactured differently sleet uh, occurs again it's like a raindrop it, it, it can go one of two ways it can be a raindrop that's falling into a sub-freezing environment and freezes on the way down and becomes just a little bitty ice pellet um that's one way. Another way sleet can conform is if you have snow up in the upper, you know, upstairs, and then suddenly it falls into a little bit warmer atmosphere, and that snowflake kind of starts melting a little bit, and then freezes back again. So you've got this little little ball, and usually sleet doesn't get any larger than like a BB. I mean, it, yeah, it, it's it's very very small, very bouncy. A lot of times sleet is uh, opaque, uh, transparent. Hail is opaque. Uh, it can hail can be transparent, but there are differences. So uh, I, I will say that hail is much easier to generate in the winter time because the freezing line up in the atmosphere is much lower. And I, I, the, if if you go to our website stormdrawweather.com and go to weather schools. If you go to snow, uh, snow at 40, or can it snow at 40 or something like that, this, that explains in more detail of how this thing works and what the difference is between hail and sleet. 
So technically, generally, yes, there's still like little frozen balls of ice, <laughs> but they're manufactured completely different and uh, they kind of look different. So they anyway, sound different. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Hail has four letters and sleet has five letters. Hail doesn't go ding, 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 ding. It goes. That's right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Get one of those Texas hailstorms. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you're right. And sleet is, is is tiny, little baby ding, 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 on, on your windows and stuff. So mm-hmm. there you go. That's the, that's that. So Corey, do you got anything over there? I, I have some tornado news. Ooh. Okay. Uh, big tornado. Uh, Winds sustained of 225 miles per hour. Wow. This tornado, let's call it a cyclone. Okay. Is the size of Texas. No. It's on the surface of Jupiter. Really? NASA's Juno mission spotted it. A new cyclone the size of Texas during a close flyby in November. Okay. How wild. And... There are 15 of these cyclones, and the one that's the size of Texas is the smallest. The largest cyclone at the heart of the gathering was as big as the United States. And this is it actually looks like a tornado. You know, they have that big storm right. thing going on there on yeah. Jupiter, whatever that is. The, the, the great red spot. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Well, this is a cyclone that's as big as the United States. It doesn't give me the wind for that one, but it does give me the over the velocities. Now this is all different from the, the Great Red Spot, right? Yeah. Okay. This is not, have oh, to do with that. Wow. But uh, yeah, the velocity of 225 mile an hour for the small one, and that's the state of Texas-sized one. That's can, huge. Can you imagine that? Well, actually, kind of, because if okay, let's put it this way: if you put Jupiter and you put Earth right next to it. Earth looks like a BB <laughs> compared right. to Jupiter. I mean, Jupiter's huge. So, but on a flyby, they discovered these things. It, it, one is the biggest the United States. Wow. These cyclones are a are new weather phenomena that have not been seen or predicted before. Interesting. I wonder if they're if it's on YouTube because I want to go and I got to search that. Nature is revealing new physics regarding fluid motions and how giant planet atmospheres work. So we're learning more every day. And Ju- Jupiter is, I think, a gas planet? I think Jupiter's I a gas I believe so. Yeah, because the gravity is so strong. It's just, it's just, yeah. Yeah. You know, if I had the choice between watching a a science documentary about Jupiter or watching something on the Hallmark Channel, I think I would choose Jupiter. That's just me. I'm not sappy. I want to know the okay. science stuff. But. I have a uh, sound machine that puts you to sleep at night. And one is like white noise kind of like. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes it sounds like a waterfall. But somehow it's supposed to be the sounds of Jupiter. Like. Really? Yeah. And I don't know how they recorded the sound of Jupiter. It was right. from NASA. Okay. But, uh Yeah. Sounds of Jupiter can put you to sleep, evidently. So you can you can go to sleep peacefully by listening to Sounds of Jupiter. Yeah. 
I would rather do that than listening to Waterfalls because you, I would have to pee all the you, time. Well, it's kind of all mixed together. It's kind of what it sounds like. You wouldn't know really? it was Jupiter. And, you know, you don't hear like, you don't hear like the Star Wars, bing, 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 go, or the, any right, right, flybys right. going on out there. <laughs> right. It's pretty quiet. Oh, I imagine. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, because I have I have like a little air cleaner because I I like to to have that little white noise mm-hmm. type of stuff too, um, and you know on my phone I mean there's a lot of little free apps on the phone I have uh, minimal tinnitus which is the ringing in your ears that's there all the time it doesn't bother me <clears throat> except if it's really really quiet I also have that you have tinnitus as well yeah I think some people call it tinnitus which I think those are the prudes mm. I, I like tinnitus so <clears throat> yeah so when I go to you know, on a trip or something, I have my little app and I just put it on there. And uh, how about that? I used to do that. I just pretty much sleep with a box fan now. Yeah, see, I don't know. Uh, I can't sleep with a fan on me. I don't have it on me. I just have it in the room. Oh, okay. Is it on? Why, well, yes, it is. <laughs> I, I, I just is have to have a right box now? fan. Let me, let me find out. <laughs> Your whole, I your can whole, probably turn it on with my phone. I was going to say your whole house is hooked up with like Google yeah. everything in there. <laughs> oh gosh, well, got anything else for the in other news segment? Oh, I wanted to talk about the uh, the massive tornado outbreak today. Mm-hmm. The graphic you had eight tornado warnings at the same time. Yeah, and more than one of them were PDS tornado warnings. Which is rare. Large and extremely dangerous tornadoes on the ground. I know they had fatalities. I had already read that earlier in the day. I don't know how many. But, man, Christmas week tornadoes in Louisiana. That's early for them. Yeah, and I've heard from some like some of our band guys. It's like, you know, those Christmas week tornadoes. I mean, the, the South gets it. And uh, I, I turned up the... Uh, what you texted me and said there's a PDS tornado warning out down there, and and that was in Louisiana, I think. One was in Louisiana, and one was in Mississippi. Oh yeah, because see, I tuned into the one in Louisiana. The the uh, velocities, holy cow! It was wrapped up. Wow, that thing was wrapped. I mean, Browns now velocity. You don't see Brown very much, and so I I, I uh, did the inspector over it, and it said 117, and I'm sure that's not even. There was a tornado debris signature on the correlation coefficient, and it was amazing. Yeah. And, you know, on radar scope, you can put one pane as your mm-hmm. velocities or whatever, and one pane as your correlation, and and it just matched up perfectly with the with the uh, couplet, that, that debris ball is what yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah. And the correlation coefficient, it's just basically that, that tells you – when it goes and scans, it basically tells you what's not supposed to be there. So, so if you get a debris ball, that means that this tornado or this windstorm is picking up debris, like you know, lumber and if there's something cars, an odd size that's not going the direction that everything else is going, that's yeah. what it picks up. Yeah, and it it, give, it spreads out, and there's like a hole there, and it's like okay, there's there's. There's something not supposed to be there. <laughs> and and like you said, you just compare that to the velocities. It just really, really matched up. And so, wow. I, I know we're going to be hearing about that um, oh, the yeah. next little bit. And and also, you said uh, about, what, 1130 today? They upgraded to a moderate risk, which is r- weird. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. I just happened to be, you know, browsing the web and saw that moderate risk. Like, wow, because we've yeah. been so busy with our weather up here. Yeah. I wasn't even looking down there. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, they had the, the, the day five, they had, they had outlined severe. And then day four, they kept having severe. Day three, they put it with the slight. And then yesterday, uh, I think it was yesterday or late yesterday, they put it up uh, to an enhanced. And then the sat- at noon today, they put it to a moderate. It's like, holy cow, they really think something's going to happen. And it did. It, and if it, I mean, you can go to our website, uh, not our website, our, our Facebook page, and search through our, our photos because Corey uploaded that picture of that radar uh, snapshot, screenshot of just those eight tornado warnings going on at once. It was unbelievable. So it was tornadoing down there and snowing up north, and now it's kind of freezing drizzly down here. I was on the Storm Prediction Center this morning because we were, there was a, an, a mesoscale discussion issued for us. Mm. And uh, it wasn't for the lightning; it was for the freezing rain potential. Oh. And uh, that's when I first noticed that hey, they, they might be busy in Louisiana later. And it wasn't a late thing; it was a prime daytime event because oh, yeah. that thing was going before noon. Yep, yep. Good thing they upped it to a moderate. And they were, they were the individual cells. By the time you saw them in Alexandria, that thing had been rotating for two hours. Alexandria, that's the spot. Yeah, I that's what I was watching. All of those tornadoes and that and that picture had already been rotating two hours prior to that. Wow! And these were long track tornadoes. In your springtime long track tornadoes. Uh, yeah, and we're talking. This is December. Yeah, but we're yeah. down in in Louisiana, so they're well, going to get that. Still, yeah, I th- I think I might. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I haven't checked the El Nino. I I still think we're in neutral, Lenata. Yeah. Like I said, I haven't even paid any attention once once they said we're not going to be in an El Nino. I thought, yeah, I'm not going to. We'll hear chatter it. of it when it changes. I'm sure. Yeah. Or yeah, something the Weather Nation or somebody's going to be talking about it. So. Well, I think it's time to get to the next segment. It's the weather word of the week. And this week's Stormdar weather weather word of the week is... Avalanche. I figured I would uh, add the avalanche to, uh, to... Everybody knows what an avalanche is, but what is the official... Well, it says definition? here that it's also called a snow slide, and I've never heard that before. Oh, Nice. Uh, it, it's an event that occurs when a cohesive slab of snow lying upon a weaker layer of snow fractures and slides down a deep slope, Ooh. trapping skiers and whatever is down there. Trees. Mm-hmm. Oh, and cows. Hikers. Are there cows? Are there cows that no? I don't know. Caribou? I don't know. Elk. Probably you know, <laughs> in those mountains that can live up there. Yeah, so it's that that's the official uh, definition called a, a snow slide. I think I think there were some other terms too I didn't put on here. <clears throat> but uh, Wikipedia is really, really nice to hmm. do that. Wow, we covered a lot. I hope you can get home. I don't know. You, we're gonna go outside I, I and think s- I can do it. I I'm pretty sure you can do it. Well, you got anything else for this round? I do not. Well, let's wrap this thing up again. Oh, I, I, wait, before we wrap it up, I want to tease. Next week is our special Christmas podcast. I have fun shenanigans, and uh, we have some special guests going to join us. So it's going to be uh, a bunch of 
bunch of mayhem and Christmas fun, and we're going to talk about weather too. But it's but we're really going to enjoy it. So wanted to plug that. So now let's get to the end of the podcast. <laughs> be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like our page and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your newsfeed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website and our merch store at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us next week for our special Christmas edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast. Podcast.